This is Listen Up, Home Buyers, the only podcast offering home buying advice and tips from true buyer agents. And now, here's your host, Victoria Ray Henderson. Hi, my name is Victoria Ray Henderson. I'm the host of the NABA podcast, Listen Up, Home Buyers. And I'm really happy to have with me today Glenn Grutta. He is a Massachusetts licensed home inspector for the last 25 years and the owner of Vector Home Inspection. He started working in residential, commercial, and industrial construction with his father in the 1960s. He has a background in building and remodeling homes. And welcome, Glenn Greta. Thank you very much, Victoria. Happy to be here. So glad to have you. Uh, Now, it sounds like your experience in construction, your background in the uh, technical knowledge and, and electrical and mechanical engineering, it, you're really well prepared to be a home inspector. <laughs> what, what, what's interesting is that when I started working with my dad, I was about seven years old. Oh. And neither one of us realized what I was going to end up doing. And my whole life has been in construction. So yeah, it's been a, it's been a wonderful uh, process learning about homes and being able to uh, do these inspections for people. So can you kind of touch on um, some of the home buying issues that that most home buyers wouldn't think of uh, during the home buying process, you know, regarding that home inspection? Sure. Uh, what's kind of interesting, and uh, just to get started, I'm going to give you, uh, you know, home inspection is in its basic terms. Uh, the home inspection is to tell the home buyer the condition of the components on that day. Pretty basic. Well, Over the years, inspections and inspectors have developed into much more, which is good for the client, the purchaser. They get a lot more knowledge and experience from these home inspectors. Um, You know, now uh, we tell those major components where they're located, how they function, how those components work together, maintenance tips, suggestions on upkeep of your most prized possession. So those are things, you know, we've we've sort of expanded our expertise, not only on, on the homes themselves, but on, on how we present and teach people about their house. And, and that's really key because it's amazing that a lot of people are not familiar with home ownership and what it goes into it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I, I like hearing that you say you teach people because um, all inspectors are not created equal. And, um, and f- for the entire home buying process, every, everything is the buyer's choice. Um, we do recommend uh, home inspectors for... Um, you know, for our clients. And we do think that we choose some of the best ones in the Washington, D.C., Baltimore area. But some people choose their own home inspectors. Talk to me a little bit about um, how home inspectors might not be exactly the same or, you know, not providing the right, the same services. Well, first off, uh, as far as our clients are concerned, they have to be realistic in their expectations when we, when we inspect a home. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no perfect houses and there's always going to be a list of things. Mm-hmm. Um, the inspector is there not only to tell the, uh, the client, the, uh, the bad and the ugly, but also the good. Mm-hmm. And that's where we've morphed into being a more positive experience for those uh, home buyers. Uh, but honestly, we're their reality check. There's mm-hmm. no perfect houses. There's no perfect people. In fact, the only thing perfect in this whole world is my wife. Oh boy, that's a good answer. <laughs> good comment. <laughs> um, um, so yeah, yeah, when it comes to, when it comes to inspectors, no, they're not all equal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, years ago, like I started twenty five years ago, before there was even licensing. 
Oh, and wow. They just handed me my license, which was fine. But today you got to go to school and there's a lot of, a lot of uh, protocols that are required. Um, but even when you have buyer, buyers, brokers that have a good uh, fleet or a good group of inspectors and people mm-hmm. they work with that they, they're really confident with, uh, I think you're in a better position to do that because you are working for the buyer. Correct. Right. Obviously, the inspector is part of your team. Right. Uh, uh, so uh, even when homeowners don't want to use a recommended inspector, they really should do their due diligence yeah. and interview the inspector. Uh, do a phone interview. And ask them, ask them what, when you, if you don't know anything about home inspections, what, what, what would be the questions to ask? Okay. Number one, how long have you been an inspector? Good one. Number two, what's your, what's your background? What's your experience? Um, You know, what kind of report do you give? Mm -hmm. Uh, You'd be surprised how sometimes some of the, some of the uh, home inspectors don't let you follow them around. Oh, wow. That's a huge red flag. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So you want to find those things out. What kind of inspector is are you hiring? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, personally, despite decades of construction experience, it took me four years as a home inspector to really know what I was doing, to be comfortable with what I was doing. Right. Home inspectors, right. home inspectors have to deconstruct the house mentally in their head. Mm-hmm. You know, you can be the greatest builder in the world, but now all of a sudden you have a built house and you're trying to figure out what's going on here. So you're using visual clues to mm-hmm. determine cause and effect. And, and it's, it's almost like being Sherlock Holmes in a way. Yeah, it uh, is. So it's You're a right. whole different ball game. Uh, that's one of the things I like about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they have to realize that they want to have someone that they're going to be comfortable with. Yeah. And I, and I always, you know, encourage, um, um, our, our clients, our buyer clients to ask a lot of questions. There are no stupid questions. And, you know, I, I tend to hang back and I learn something in every single home inspection. I've been on hundreds of them, you know, always something new to learn. Yeah. Which yeah. is interesting because even at my uh, experience, there's always something for me to learn too. Yeah. I'm constantly yeah. seeing things that I've never seen before and, and learning and we do continuing education, but uh, it's a fun aspect of my particular profession. Right. Now, uh, who should buyers bring along to the home inspection? Is it a family affair or is it just <laughs> you That's laugh. a great question. That's a great <laughs> question because, you know, ideally, just the people buying the house and, and the buyer's broker. Okay. That's mm-hmm. your team. That's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you should want my undivided attention and I want your undivided attention. Right. Uh, I've done inspections with 20 people entourages. It's mayhem. You get nothing accomplished. Right. Uh, and the other, the other thing is don't bring cousin Eddie, the family contractor. Uh, <laughs> a couple things happen when that happens, when you bring him, yeah. number one, you're going to follow him around. Right. But guess what? You're paying me. Right. <laughs> so right. You should be following me around. Right. Uh, number two, you know, we have a, a, a set series of events. We have a, a way that we do the inspections. Uh, we have to know, how things work together. Your cousin Eddie might be an expert in whatever, but we have to be experts in everything and how they work together. Right. And and that's important. It's not just one component that may have a problem, maybe a causing another problem in another part of the house. Yeah. Um, Give me an example of that so that people can really understand what you mean. I'll give you an example of a, of a situation that uh, could be a problem. I run into this new construction where you'll have uh, a water heater in the basement in a Mm -hmm. utility area. 
mm-hmm. uh, what's, it has what's called an atmospheric vent that's open on the top and it just mm-hmm. uses pressure differentials to draft the exhaust okay. gases. Right next to it, you're going to have a furnace, an air-based heating system mm-hmm. that has air pressure differentials and it's got return vents. And very often, the return vent has a big opening right by the water heater where the filter would go. Well, guess what? You're creating negative air pressure in that area. You could backdraft that water heater. Wow. Now, you could have the installations perfectly uh, approved by the mechanical inspector and a plumbing inspector, but guess what? You could have a carbon monoxide issue. Wow. So those are how things work together that you really have to show and be concerned about. Yeah. And you found that in new construction? I've seen, I found that in new construction. Yeah, I have found a new construction where I have failed the electrical for one simple reason. You can't find the electrical box because the contractor buried it behind a wall in the basement. Good grief. And then I get asked, well, how's that possible? And, you know, I'll, I give examples all the time about stuff like that. And I said, well, as far as the, that particular uh, situation was concerned, without ever being in the house, I knew what happened. You know, you have a, bil- you have a building card. Uh, a permit that you have on sure. the on the house yeah and uh the building inspector doesn't inspect everyone else's work mm-hmm. he inspects to make sure that the other contractor inspectors the other you know mechanical the, pl- the plumbing mm-hmm. inspectors mm-hmm. the electrical inspectors have signed if, off if he, signed, right. Work. Right. he just sees if they signed off mm-hmm. well in between them signing off and him coming to sign off on everything else mm-hmm. they finish the basement and well, they didn't leave an access. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's, yeah. you know, and you would never think that you would need an inspector for new construction. Well, some of the worst issues I've seen is in new construction. Uh, yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you one time, new construction, brand new HVAC system. It was in the middle of winter. And I guess some subcontractors had come in. And when they were putting in the drywall, they ran that HVAC system. So our home inspector popped the panel off the front and caked in like cement was right. drywall mud. It was crazy. So had they not had that home inspector go through with that new construction, that would have never been found. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And and even in new construction, when we do, we actually do a code inspection, which we would normally do, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's issues. There always is. So, yeah. Yeah. And and, and I think hiring an inspector is a small price to pay for whatever you're going to spend on that house. Oh, I agree. Could you, since you mentioned it, could you quickly touch on code and give everybody the the final word on what that means because i hear a lot of buyers tossing it around tell me what it is okay so we have uh specific rules and regulations on how to build a house okay the code is for houses built today mm-hmm. you can't apply codes to houses built five ten years ago 50 years ago in massachusetts we have hundreds of years ago yeah okay we do too so yeah so yeah the only time i'll do a code inspection is on a brand new now, when I get asked about code inspections on pre-owned older homes, right. I'll tell people I can't do a code inspection, but what I'm going to do for you is a common sense inspection. I'm going to recommend code upgrades because the codes are always changing. So for safety items, you know, the, the outlets in the kitchens and bathrooms, right. and things like that, exactly. you know, certain railing heights and all, mm-hmm. uh, all those things that could be safety oriented, I'll bring to their attention and say, this is some, a recommended upgrade by me, but I right. can't write that it's a code violation because it's not. Right. 
because the house was built in 1902 yeah, we, or exactly. whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah. yes. um, so do you recommend that buyers come to the home inspection with their list of questions and concerns? I mean, if they're first time home buyers, they're kind of coming in green, like, what is this almost? Right. But what is your recommendation on that? Okay. I think they should make a list of questions and concerns. And I think it become, they become more of the process. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. They want to uh, engage the inspector, not go in there, deer in the headlights, not knowing what's going on. Have an expectation. Mm-hmm. Work with the, with the home inspector because you'll actually remember more in, in that process right. uh, by actually uh, being there. Um, yeah. Chances are the inspector is going to answer all your questions before you ask them anyway. But it's, mm-hmm. it's a good uh, way to, to get involved and to get more comfortable because it's a stressful thing for buyers. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, when you go through um, and provide them with information about the house, do you also, as you're doing that in real time, kind of give it a grade of on a scale of one to 10, this is a 10 in terms of how bad it is or, or you know, something to worry about or, hey, this isn't a big deal or how do you do that? Because a lot of them okay. freak out with all that well, information. Yeah, they do freak out with the information, but one of the things you can't do, at least in Massachusetts, I can't give you an opinion as to what I think is mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. And the way the, the inspection process is supposed to in an ideal situation, I just give you the condition of the components you make the decision. I can't sway you one way or the other. Okay. Mm-hmm. So and, you say, and, and, well, yeah, we do rate things as we go along. I mean, our right. inspection report rates things. And I do make sure people are aware of the severity of those situations. Okay. That that's it. Right. And that's important because you're right. Yeah. People need to have a comfort level mm-hmm. one way or the other as to whether or not to proceed. Mm-hmm. So I make sure my clients, and you really have to read your clients very well, because, mm-hmm. you know, some, some of them are, no matter what you say, are going to be completely freaked out. Mm-hmm. And then you have other people that, you know, okay, you tell them the house is falling down. Okay, fine. Can I fix it? Well, yeah, you can, you know? So yeah, you, it's a way of <laughs> presentation's important and right. explaining things, but I will never let a, a, a home buyer leave without being a hundred percent comfortable with the information and knowing just what severities there are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, And then most of the time in the um, in the Washington, D.C. and Baltimore area, we are in that house um, with our client. Again, we are exclusive buyer agents and brokers and that it's just us and the home inspectors. And I just tag along and, you know, I don't take notes. I listen and I let that relationship develop. Is that the way it is in, in the Boston area? Well, in the Boston area, it's a little bit different. Right now, about 50% of the time, maybe a little bit less because of the obvious uh, situation. Yeah, uh, the COVID, yeah. The COVID stuff. Uh, But a lot of times selling brokers are there and they can get in the way. You mean the listing agents, the the people uh, who are selling the the house? Yeah, the listing agents will actually try to get in there. And, and at times actually defend some of the things that I bring up. They, now, they shouldn't even be following us around. It's they not the inspection not. for them, right? No. So, yeah, they'll follow us around sometimes. Uh, most of the time, not. Most of them are good. But you always run into these few that, you know, want to run the show. Golly. And, uh, you know, I'll bring up a point uh, of, of issue with, with some component. And the first thing they always say is, well, you know, these people have been living here for 50 years and they've never had a problem. And then everyone looks at me. So what do I say? I go, that only doesn't make it right. It makes them lucky. That's it. It's still wrong. It's not safe to live here. You know? 
you know, you really got to sometimes let them know that maybe yeah. you should just go sit down somewhere, <laughs> relax, <laughs> right. because this is not going to go well for you. <laughs> Turn off that selling machine piece of your, exactly. of your brain. Yeah. Oh, my right. goodness. And then, and then the other thing that happens with selling brokers sometimes Listing so, brokers, they're called, uh, actually. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay, that's okay. Listing, it's I'm just sorry. a language thing. No problem. Yeah. Um, listing brokers. Yeah. Is that, uh, oh, the homeowner wants to sell these pieces of furniture. So they start getting involved in a, in a, in a conversation about buying furniture and stuff yeah. and measuring rooms. <laughs> and that's not what we're there for, you know? So, yeah, it can be frustrating. Yeah. Uh, uh, we, we work through it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny because yeah, I've, I've been in that exact situation as well, where uh, maybe a homeowner will come home and have some beautiful piece of furniture. And then all of a sudden the focus is on this antique furniture. Meanwhile, the home inspectors over here crawling around in the kitchen, looking under the sink. And I'm like, uh, Hey, <laughs> you know? exactly. Yeah. So funny. Oh my goodness. Um, do, are, are there ever issues, um, again, you know, because you, you're in a very different area than I am. Um, are there ever issues that you come up against, like getting access to things? I mean, um, around the DC, Washington, uh, DC and Baltimore area, they're supposed to have the electric on the water on. And if it isn't on, um, we go back and, and check those things. So how is it again, where you're doing home inspections? Okay. So when it comes to utilities, 99.9% of the time, they're all on. Good. Uh, the only time you run into an issue is with a bank owned property. Mm. where it may be winter, like this time of the year would be winterized. Right. And somebody wants to buy one of those situations. And then when I get the phone call, the first thing I say to them is you better call the bank and make sure it's dewinterized because I can't check anything other than the structure and the roof. Right. Because if the electrical's off, I don't care if there's a brand new yeah. heating system there. It doesn't right. run, right. you know? So that's, but that's usually not an issue mm -hmm. um, as far as that goes. Mm -hmm. um, getting access to those major components yeah, that can be a that can be an issue. The longer people live in a house, the more stuff they have. Yeah. The more stuff they have, the more they pile it in front of all those major components. You know, right. the water meter, the shutoff valve, the heating system, the electrical box. Mm -hmm. And I'll turn around, talk to my client, and say, "Well, guess what? The only time you have to get to these items is an is an emergency. So you know, don't do what they're doing here." Mm -hmm. um, and then you know, even getting into the attic, you get into the attic that's got an access panel in a closet. Well, yes. we're not movers. We're not, we're not, I'm not going to start touching everyone's stuff to get out of yeah, there. Yeah. And in yeah. Massachusetts, it's the, the buyer who's responsible for getting the access, which is ludicrous. Right. Yeah, so right. my recommendation always is, is to have your buyer's agent. Right. Talk to the listing agent. Right. About having access for the inspection. Yeah. That that's critical. Right. I am so glad that we could have you give us an overview of the home inspection process. I mean, it, there's a lot more to it, but, uh, and I want to have you back so we can kind of dive in a little bit more on some other topics, but, uh, but Glenn Greta, the owner of Vector Home Inspection in Massachusetts, thank you so much for joining me on Listen Up Home Buyers. Well, I thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. And I do look forward to doing this again. Uh, it's an important aspect of what yeah. we do for our clients. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You've been listening you. to Listen Up Home Buyers, the only podcast offering home buying advice and tips from true buyer agents.